Greetings, Lisa Edwards here, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching and host of the Exclusive Career Coach podcast. Ready for some great career management content? Then let's dig in. Greetings, how's it going guys? Um, Are you, (laughs) is your world yellow yet? Like it is ours here in North Florida. Um, the, The pollen has started and every year I say the same thing. It's too early, it's too early, but it, it obviously isn't because it's happening. Today we're talking about dry promotions and should you accept them. And I want to start with a confession. When I first started seeing information about a dry promotion, I had no idea what they were talking about. So for those of you who are as clueless as I was, here's a definition. It's a promotion without a salary increase, quite simply. And the reason that it exists is some businesses are trying to cut costs and at the same time do business and move things forward. And so these dry promotions have become a thing. And I want to say at the outset that you, of course, as with any promotion, have the potential, the option of of refusing a dry promotion. And there could be a variety of reasons. I, th- I can think for one thing of personal reasons that you know have nothing to do with work but that may make you pause on a dry promotion and with any as with any promotion give yourself time to think about it thank them get the particulars and then think about it i do want to give you some suggestions in this episode on things you might be able to negotiate instead of salary or salary but at a future date kind of thing so we're going to talk about that Let's start with what are the benefits and the drawbacks to these dry promotions. There's two that I see primarily for you as an employee. Number one, you're getting this opportunity to take on new skills, new challenges, get that new title, which may or may not serve you down the road. We're going to talk about that. But but absolutely gaining new skills, new knowledge, operating at a new level. And the second thing is the recognition and the appreciation that you receive. Because of course, although it it stings, of course, that they don't want to pay you more at the moment or can't, it is a recognition of your effort that they want to give you this promotion. And I think it's important to keep in mind that outside of a select few in the organization, chances are no one's going to know that it's a dry promotion unless you go around telling them. So they're just going to appreciate the fact that you have obviously been acknowledged for the outstanding contributions you've made. In terms of the employer, they get to advance those goals. So kind of what I said a moment ago, they have plans, they have succession planning, they have goals and and a vision for the organization and they get to move that forward despite the fact that the belt may be quite tight at the moment and secondly it can a dry promotion can improve employee engagement and i really want to emphasize that word can because it can also work against and i think the the main difference is when dry promotions become a pattern or a practice in an organization as opposed to a random situation. Now, I'm not suggesting that you want to be, you know, there's a hundred promotions and 99 of them got money and you're the only one who didn't. But what I'm saying is there may be a random promotion here and there where they can't give you that immediate pay raise, um, as opposed to we're going to promote a hundred people and we're not going to pay any of them additional money. What are the possible downsides? 
for you as an employee, of course, it's pretty obvious. You're going to be doing more work and, and doing work at a higher level that has more consequence to it without getting an additional pay. And a dry promotion could, this is really interesting because I want to talk about both sides of this coin. It could work against you if you look for work elsewhere. So say you take the promotion down the line, many recruiters want to know what your current salary is. And there may be questions, number one, about why you're working at level X in terms of job title, but being paid at, you know, level J or whatever. They may also question, you know, not only why is that, but it may give them fodder to negotiate your pay with their organization at a lower level. Now, interestingly enough, conversely, conversely, if you take this job and you know you have this dry promotion, the employer may find that what they've actually done is positioned you for a better job at a new organization. So it's really in, an interesting thing. It could be looked on with questions by a new employer, but it could also put you in a position to be at that new job title level. And then you can start looking elsewhere for an organization that will pay you at that level um, elsewhere. And then an employer, as I, I kind of alluded to this, with a dry promotion practice may find an in, a decrease in overall productivity. So whereas a, a, an occasional dry promotion can increase productivity and engagement because the employee feels feels valued and and it, again it has a lot to do with how it is negotiated if there is a company-wide practice that can really be a demotivating factor and i think also you know those kinds of things get out those kinds of things show up on glass ceiling and other sites and people talk and that could then prohibit them from getting the best talent whether it's, you know, fear of, hey, I'm going to be dry promoted in a few months or whatever. Um, but it also could indicate that starting salaries are going to be lower. You know, there come, becomes this reputation that the company just doesn't pay at the market rate. What options do you as an employee have for negotiating? And this is where I think, uh, if you will, the rubber meets the road, right? So I I'm not a big fan of you just saying, yes, please, I'll take the job and, and not negotiating anything. So here are three options. Number one, you want to get in writing that a raise will happen at a specific future date, or at least there will be serious discussion and preferably you, you combine that with a written, like here are the criteria. If these are met, if these sales goals are met, or if these, whatever it is that you do, are met, these markers, these deliverables are, are completed, then you will be in line with, you know, and then some specifics about what that raise might look like. And if you can negotiate some retroactive pay, now it may not be full pay, probably won't be, but if you can negotiate something like that, perhaps in the form of a bonus, that would be great. Number two, you can ask for an increase in variable compensation. So bonus targets. So you're saying, hey, I know you're not going to give me this raise until, you know, six months from now, let's say, but I would like to negotiate um, my my compensation package, my bonuses to, to become effective as soon as I take the new job. And then thirdly, there could be an increase in fringe benefits. So, okay, you can't pay me more money. Can I have more PTO? Now that one's, that one's interesting because, because you're going to be doing more work. You're going to be in a higher level position 
And for many of us, when we step into a new role, uh, vacation time is <laughs> on hold for a while. But what you could also go for is flexibility. So if that's important to you and, you know, you, let's say you have no work from home, could you negotiate in one or two days a week? Or if you're already doing some split, can you increase that split? And again, that has to be something that is desirable to you. I have plenty of folks that I've worked with who are like, please put me back in the office. I am tired of looking at myself in a Zoom call. I'm tired of looking at the walls at my house. So those are three possibilities. So this one's a pretty short episode today. I think I've gone a little bit longer on a lot of them lately. So I'm giving you a, a, a an ear break, I guess. But I did want to give this, this idea of a dry promotion, um, kind of bring you up to date on what it is, why you might want to consider it, some things you might be able to negotiate in lieu of that salary. If I'm bottom lining it right now, I want you to not accept or reject it right off the bat. Get the specifics. Certainly consider negotiating other things and also negotiating when will I be considered for that raise or when will I be given that raise? What are the markers? What are the what are the um, the KPIs that I need to, you know, complete in order to get that raise? And, uh, you know, give it some thought, weigh the pros and cons, think about what's happening in your life outside of work that may lean you in one direction or another and uh, go for it. <laughs> Whatever feels in your gut to go right, uh, to be the right answer, go for it. I hope this has been helpful on this short little episode of the exclusive Career Coach podcast, and I will see you next week. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed and left me a review. If you would like to discuss working with me to achieve your job search or career goals, my calendar link is in the show notes.